Hey guys, it's Kim and Erica. Welcome back to the Embrace Yourself podcast. We are excited to be here with you guys today. We know it's been a little while. <laughs> it has. It's at least we're like starting to fall into a new year, which is nice. Right? Total, totally. <laughs> and in fact, I was just thinking about um, our past, some of our past podcasts, and how we had like kind of. COVID quarantine update one, COVID quarantine update two and three. And it just seemed like things dragged forever. Um, but we're kind of trending towards a little bit normal, at least here in Nevada. Yeah. You know, I know our listeners are all over the place and circumstances are very different in different parts of the country or the world. But at least in our little community of northern Nevada... We're doing pretty well. Mm-hmm. So we're feeling pretty good about things right now. Plus it's spring, so that helps. Plus it's spring. Yes. Except we got two inches of snow last night. Yeah, but the daffodils are out and the yeah. tulips are coming and the cherries and the plums, they're all starting to flush and bloom. And so there's that kind of air of hope mm-hmm. and looking forward. And uh, the weather has been lovely except for this morning. So that's always exciting. It is. And it's nice. And so it actually that is a good prompt for our topic today which is showing up so it's like now you have all of this hope and new growth and all these wonderful things that are like showing up in the world and what are you doing to show up to meet that meet that energy yeah absolutely how do you how are you going to choose to show up for yourself how are you going to choose to show up for your family for your friends your community your larger community there's been so many things that have been brought to the forefront of our attention during this last, you know, crazy and wild year that we've had. Slowing everything down has allowed us to reflect on priorities. Um, but but now we have an opportunity, as I said, we trend towards more normal, quote unquote normal. What do we bring with us from what we've learned? And and then how do we how do we really show up in a meaningful way for ourselves first and foremost? So I think that's the main topic we want to cover today with all of you out there, it's probably something you're thinking about as well. Like, what do I do now? Yeah. Right? Yeah, we've created so much space to reset all those priorities. So it's funny because I have this quote in my powder room um, that I put up for my family to be reminded of. And it says, if it's important to you, you will find a way. If not, you will find an excuse. And I just, it resonates with me for that some reason. That is a truth bomb right yeah, there. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. Because there's so many things, um, you know, I catch myself like, sorry, can't make it or, you know, things like that. And I, I feel like I have to be very real with myself that it really just isn't a priority. You know, so rather... And that's a really hard thing to acknowledge. Yeah. Especially it when it comes to people. Mm-hmm. and events and you know when you actually have to make a conscious or or you're conscious about what are my priorities what is my capacity mm-hmm. what do I have available to give and that can be different at different points in time but you know right now acknowledging that maybe maybe the that relationship or the that you know going on a an event with a friend or something related to your kid's school maybe it's just not a priority right now mm-hmm. and that's a really tough thing to acknowledge and admit i think because we think everything's a priority and in some level everything is a priority yeah but we have to order our priorities and not everything can be a number 1 
Right. And, and some things are absolutely forced. I mean, you just don't have a choice. And, right. And so it's not always the case that you just are making something not a priority. But, you know, as a chronic people pleaser, um, it, I think this year has actually been really good for me in that way because it's made it so much easier to just just let some things slide. They just have had to. And now that the world is opening up again, I almost feel too busy again, which Ugh. is really crazy. Um, you know, there's this part where I'm like, wait, no, no, I don't want it to go back, you know, but it does, um, it, it does drag in that whole idea of what am I doing for people pleasing? What are really my priorities that I want to show up to, right? you know, and continue to show up for myself because one of my big realizations is I haven't really been doing that so much showing yeah. up for me. Yeah, and and I think this is a really interesting distinction for us to discuss today is you could easily say, oh, the topic is showing up. How do I show up? And then kind of get a little anxiety or, or panic around all the things that people want you to show up for. Mm -hmm. And that's physically show up whether it's, you know, your kids' soccer games or, you know, this going away party or, you know, a friend who's, you know, um, sick or whatever that is, right? So, like, there's all these different ways that people are constantly asking us to show up. Mm -hmm. And you might get a little anxiety, not you or me or whoever's listening about, like, oh, my God, I have to show up for everything. Yeah. But we showing up in the context that we're discussing it today is also brings in the question of, you know, quality versus quantity mm -hmm. and prioritizing how you show up so that you can really like meaningfully and impactfully show up for those priorities that, that you've kind of set above. Mm -hmm. And, and that needs to be, I shouldn't say it needs to be because it's different for everyone, but making yourself a priority and showing up for yourself uh, is something I think we would both like everyone to consider. Mm -hmm. You know, how do you show up for yourself and how could you better show up for yourself? It's, it's such an interesting, um, I, I love that you unwrapped all of that. It's really wonderful because I find as more of an introvert and a homebody, that there are times when I have to force myself to show up for the friendships that I want to develop because I know that that helps me feel better about my friendships. Yeah. But, but I literally have to shove myself out the door sometimes to show up because I, I'm just comfortable in my garden or whatever I have my hands in at the moment. And it's so easy to just stick with that momentum of comfort of whatever I'm doing. Um, and so I think that's where I have been really focusing on, on showing up more as the friend that I would want other people to be for me. Yeah. So maybe you know? what I think might be great for us to start a place to start is start with kind of the, the innermost circle, mm -hmm. right? Which is you and us how, how how do we show up for ourselves as you know we as you mentioned we have had this long pause 
where we haven't had a lot of choices of where to be and, and other distractions. So maybe we've had an opportunity to think about our own personal needs. I know we've talked about that in past you know, podcasts. What are the things that you need to draw more in for your life, to feel more joy, to feel more love and feel more health and, and abundance and all of those other you know, wonderful things? How, how do we show up for ourselves? So what are some ways that, that you're thinking about showing up for yourself? What does that mean for Kim Lundine? Well, it's been an interesting year because I've had some funny health things that have forced me to show, to start showing up. I mean, they're just choices that I have to make regardless of the circumstances. So I think that that has really woken me up a bit. Um, so I need to show up more as far as, you know, daily exercise. I find that I tend to do these like bursting extremes of exercise and then the next day I'll pay the bills and you know do all the desk activities and I get no exercise. So I'm really trying to show up for myself as far as creating which I am horrible at routine. So trying to create routine so that my health I'm showing up for better health for myself. You know, you add diet or you know just getting up and not having coffee for breakfast but actually having breakfast along with it you know what I know it's crazy (laughs) you know and then that's to that begs the question of the whole intermittent fasting thing which I'm like I feel like I always do intermittent fasting right that's that's my standard diet but I know I'm doing it wrong, so I'm not knocking intermittent fasting. I just, I just joke that, that I kind of have, even, even though. Anyway, I'm getting way off topic. But so uh, it, there have been some things this year that have really um, forced me to personally show up for myself. And I actually think that's really good. Uh, I wish that... The silver lining. Yeah, I mean, I... Should I have done it a long time ago? Probably. Um, but I I'm always getting say, there now. Yeah, I always <laughs> say you, you, you're ready when you're ready and uh-huh. not a moment too soon. Yeah. Not a moment sooner. <laughs> Even if you desperately wish you were ready, if you're not, you're not. Yeah. Right? So you can beat yourself up for wishing and hoping that you had figured something out 10 years ago. But just be grateful that it didn't take you 10 more years to figure that out. For sure. And, you know, it's so funny because I went to our wonderful friend Angie's uh, yoga class on Monday. And her theme was, it takes the time it takes. And I'm like, well, of course, that's the theme. (laughs) Because it it just seems like (laughs) you always show up to a class and whatever, if it's themed, you know, it just resonates with you in some manner. So it was... (laughs) I just kind of got a big kick out of that, that, you know, here I am on my mat struggling, uh, because I need to be on my mat more and things like that. And then Angie's, it takes the time it takes. Yes, it, of course it does. It It can't be any other way, right? It was so timely. Um, so yeah, that's, that's how I'm working on personally showing up for myself right now is, is trying to get that daily routine of exercise and eating so that I'm taking better care of my body. Yeah. Um, yeah. How, what do you think? What are, what are the ways that you're showing up? 
Well, you know, similarly, I have been dealing with a couple of, you know, health things as well. Not not major, but, you know, I, I have a little torn um, meniscus and I pulled my hamstring. And so those two things together have literally and figuratively hobbled me. And um, I keep joking that like, man, I hit 44 and the wheels just started falling off. But what I've realized is that I've spent the last year and a half crunched over my laptop at my kitchen counter and my body, which used to be very limber and very mobile and I never had issues with stretching or mobility or flexibility, I'm like a granny. Mm-hmm. And the things that I used to take for granted, the kind of ease of movement that I used to take for granted, I have lost. Mm-hmm. And so I have started a couple of key things really in January, but it's been an exercise in prioritizing my health as well, which is I've been meditating in the mornings. I think we've talked about this in the past, but I use this app called Insight Timer and it's fabulous. And we're very excited about, um, I'm very excited every morning I, I wake up and before I even get out of bed, I literally tune in. I put my earphones in, my little, um, my little earphones in so that I can listen to my meditation in bed next to my husband without waking him up. Mm-hmm. And I meditate on something. I listen to a little talk about um, personal growth or you know, health or abundance or um, you know, positive mindset or anxiety or stress reduction, depending on you know, whatever. Inside Timer is really great and it's been super helpful for me. Mm-hmm. And then I've also started doing a lot of stretching, which also makes me kind of feel like a granny, but then also makes me feel so much better. So I kind of wish that I had never let that go, but I have this feeling of now's the time to really focus on that. And it allows me to calm my brain. I've taken on a lot of great new business, which is incredible, but it leaves me feeling very busy. So the stretching yoga-ish, not fully yoga, Mm -hmm. but it just gives me some time to sit with my body and feel the areas of need Mm -hmm. because I'm shutting out everything else. And and I wake up early, so I'm doing all of this early before the rest of my family wakes up. And I'm finding like that's a really great thing for me. So I, yes, it's hard to start waking up, you know, at 530 in the morning, but I feel so much better when I get my, you know, 10, 15 minute meditation done, my 20, 30 minute stretching, I get to drink my tea and then I get on with my day and I just feel like things are opening up mm-hmm. for me personally because again, my, my whole person was kind of crouched and closed for a year. And yeah. so now I'm like standing taller and hip opening and all the things. Um, and it's really just brought to light that I pretty well neglected um, something that's really important to me, which is Mm -hmm. fluidity of my body. And, you know, I can't take health for granted anymore. Right. Yeah. That was a real big wake up call for me. (laughs) So um, I'm showing up for myself. In fact, I, I've been uh, doing these, you know, walking and running um, 
classes through Peloton on the app. I don't have the fancy treadmill or anything, but today the trainer, and I like it because the trainer for me, it's really positive. It motivates me and it gives me something different to do. But today the trainer was talking, Kim and I had already decided that we were going to talk about showing up. And today's, he kept talking about you're showing up, you're on the treadmill today. That's really important. Like, how are you going to show up in this next section? And I just thought, oh, how apropos, this is perfect because this is what I'm doing mm-hmm. right now. Um, so it's super exciting. And, and I feel really positive because I'm seeing changes mm-hmm. of, you know, of course, right. When you, when you put intention behind feeling better and you start making choices that help your body and your mind feel better and be better, well, you're going to make progress, mm-hmm. right? And it really is self-care. So um, it, it's funny because in my class that I taught on Monday, I had showing up, you know, good job showing up to, uh, to everyone getting on their mat. You know, yeah, it's not it's, easy it's, to do. It's hard to go sometimes and it's hard to get in your car. And again, like pushing yourself out of whatever's comfortable at the moment Yeah. to change, you experience some change and then settle back into something familiar and comfortable. But, yeah. but you know, it seems like with this past year, we've gotten really comfortable with comfortable at home. Yeah. And it is, it is hard to kind of induce that change more so. I yeah. Think, and, than, and how to normal. do that intentionally so that you don't automatically fall back into being overwhelmed because mm-hmm. you're doing too much. Yeah. But how to be really thoughtful about what you're going to show up for and who you're going to show up for. Yeah. Um, because you want to be present with those things. And that's, a, yeah, that's really hard thinking about, well, that just isn't a priority right now. Mm-hmm. Or that person, I really like them and I would love to see them, but I my priorities are different today. Mm -hmm. That's a really hard thing to admit. Um, but speaking of that, um, what are some ways that, you know, we can think about showing up for the people in our lives that we love a little bit more? What does that look like when you show up? I know we're saying the word show up all the time, but (laughs) what does that look like when we are present and uh, intentional about the way that we interact with the people we love, friends or family. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how can we improve that? What are some ways that, that you've been thinking about or working on showing up for your, your next circle, right? Mm-hmm. You're at the center and then around you is kind of your, your sacred circle of people, right? Well, you know, it's interesting because we have our dog walks that we go on and, um, you know, we have kind of this small group that we maintained. When she says we, that's me throughout. and a few other folks. <laughs> and a few others. There's, what, like five or five yeah. of us. About. Yeah. But we kind of maintained that over the past year. And, um, and I know that sometimes that group text goes out and I'm just like, uh, it's just. I just don't want to change environment. Right. So I don't go and I've tried to go more and it's so rewarding to show up for many reasons, you know, to share community, share conversation. You know, if someone's having a bad day, I'm showing up so that they have someone to talk to, you know? Yeah. Um, you've certainly been there for me when I've needed to talk throughout this year, (laughs) but 
you know, the same. So I appreciate so much people showing up for me when I've needed to bend their ear. And, and, um, I think that sometimes we underestimate the value of that, Absolutely, bringing yourself, your energy, um, into that support space. Absolutely. You You know, I, my husband and I talk about this all the time because I am a, not an introvert. I am a very socially gregarious and outgoing person. Um, I, I love a lot of people. <laughs> and fortunately, a lot of people love me. And my husband always said, you know, I, one of the things that he noticed about me when we met was how many people love you. Mm-hmm. He said that, that was a, a big green flag, right? How could, how could she be a horrible person if so many people love her? Mm-hmm. And his world was very different. He had very few close friends and really didn't invest a lot of time, attention, or energy into relationships. Mm-hmm. He was kind of more of an island, and he would always marvel. We talk often about this and, and how, you know, sometimes he actually, to be honest, it would come up because he would be jealous because I would be off on our dog walks uh-huh. or doing other things. And he would be like, I want to spend time with you. And I was like, well, we will. And I love you. And I show up for you. But I want to show up for all these other people because I know that my safety network Mm-hmm. is strong yeah. and broad and large. And, and I don't want to say that my relationship building is self-serving, but it is, there are two sides of the same coin. If you want people to be there for you when you need someone, you have to show up for them yes. when they need you. Yeah. And you build those foundations and relationships by the investment of time and attention. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't necessarily come easy. It takes time. It takes energy. You have to call people. You have to text people. You have to include people. You have to see people. And it is an enormous outlay. But in my world, it is so worth it. Mm -hmm. Because not only do I not function or thrive just on my own, sometimes I like alone time, but... um, I've grown up with the lesson and the value of family and that's chosen or blood family. Yeah. Right. And that there have been really difficult periods in my life where because I had strong relationships, people were there for me. Oh yeah. And they cared for me and they loved me. And they supported me and they took my hand and they walked me through the fire mm-hmm. until I could come out the other side. And I think maybe because of those experiences, it just has fortified that showing up is just what you do. Yeah. And um, because it's worth it. Mm-hmm. It's always worth it. And, you know, at some point you may notice that maybe you're not getting in return what you're putting in and you have to make an assessment or a judgment on, eh, maybe I don't keep showing up in the exact same way. Maybe I don't invest so much time or maybe you do mm-hmm. and you just make a conscious choice that, you know what, this person never says yes when I ask them to go for a walk, 
And maybe they have their own things, but I'm going to keep inviting them. Yeah. Until I don't feel like it anymore. Right. Um, but it's, this is a topic conversation that we are having with our boys Mm -hmm. about, you know, silly things like it's text your grandma Sunday, right? (laughs) It's Sunday. Uh You take a minute and you need to call or text your grandma Mm -hmm. just to say, I love you. Hello. How are you doing? Mm -hmm. And you only have to do it on Sundays, you know? But it's important mm-hmm. to start to teach them how to show up. And it, whether it's a thank you note from a little Easter card that they send or, you know, if auntie sends you $20 for Halloween or whatever it is, I don't know, you respond back and say thank you because it comes back. People will stop giving mm-hmm. literally and figuratively if they don't feel appreciated, if they don't feel heard. If they don't feel connected and it's on you to do that. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, this is a really uh, powerful topic that we're trying to teach our boys. And honestly, I've had to really help my husband because it was very, not a familiar or familial kind of uh, given. Mm-hmm. And so he's learning that as well um, by example and demonstration of people that have come into his life that have just embraced him and loved him Mm -hmm. like well you have to you have to show up back yeah you know um if it's important to you yeah no that's that's a a really good point and clearly coming from your background in fundraising too yeah you know it's super applicable yeah and um, you can't ask if you know what it's the phrase it's it's like a bank account right uh You can't withdraw what you haven't deposited. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. So, and it's always better to deposit more than you withdraw. Mm-hmm. Because you never know when yeah. the shoe might drop and you might need to take a big withdrawal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's so interesting because um, from, from a yoga, you know, training standpoint, it's, I guess it's really phrased in the sense of service to others. Mm-hmm. Um, that you give, you give because it's the thing to do and putting that energy out in the universe is the thing to do. And it's like, if you want to call it karma or whatever, but, um, so I, yeah, I, I think it's wonderful that you shared that because that is one of my big struggles is trying to show up more in that way because I can tell that my family um is just it's just not something that was practiced a lot in my family mm-hmm. now now giving in cards absolutely were um it the nice thing is like when I was in college my dad would show up he would like when I was living somewhere he would just all of a sudden show up at my door <laughs> which was actually really awesome mm-hmm. you know and he's like I just Wanted to see you, and I, you know, hopefully not at eight a.m. No, I know, but but it was really, it was really nice to just. um, I mean, I know certainly at that point, it felt very meaningful for him to show, like literally show up. Yeah, and they put the effort in. Yeah, take me to dinner and and things like that, and and it it's almost that distance anomaly that when you have people that you're around 
all the time. You take them for granted. Yeah. You know, and then you get the visit from someone afar and you can take this, um, this time and set it aside. All of a sudden it shows up because it's a unique situation, you know? Yeah. Which is really nice. Um, so I, uh, yeah, I definitely feel like you've been a very good mentor for me in that sense. Um, as far as investing more, and I certainly have like my group of girlfriends, um, as our kids have gotten older, we've been able to have the space to invest in each other more, which is really cool. And I know that you have a travel group as well. And I mean that it, it's like if you see each other once every two years, but you're willing to show up and share that time. And especially in that intense moment. It matters, you yeah. know, and and you create those relationships um, that you know you can show up on those doorsteps if you need to. Absolutely, like you know they have your back. Absolutely, and and so I I under I absolutely understand that component of it. Which yeah, is great. It's um, like I said, it's not assumed in families Mm -hmm. and which was surprising for me because the family I grew up in on both sides is very focused on connection Mm -hmm. and this is just what we do and then of course to grow up and realize that oh not everybody walks through the world that way Mm -hmm. um which can also be a burden because you're asked to invest maybe more time or energy. And of course that brings up a whole another question around boundaries, <laughs> yes. which we can talk about at another time or we've already talked about it, but it's worth continually talking about. But this gets back to, uh, you know, kind of our initial conversation, our initial points about you, it is important to show up, but you can't show up for everything and everybody right. at right. all times. And yeah. so you really do need to identify what's important to you. Mm-hmm. And, and also articulate to your own people, Mm -hmm. whether it's your partner or your children or your friends, when you need them to show up for you. I think one of the Mm -hmm. dangers that we fall into is we assume that people love the way we do. Mm -hmm. We assume that people will give to us if we just keep giving to them. And, you know, sometimes that's true. People are that tuned in and aware, but I think it's a dangerous assumption to make. Absolutely. And so part of showing up for yourself is actually acknowledging and vocalizing and asking Mm -hmm. for what you need from others. Yeah. Um, You know, if you've been feeling ignored from a friend... Rather than sit and pout and wonder and worry about what happened, it's important to reach out and say, hey, it's been a long time. I could really use some time with you. Mm -hmm. Can we jump on a call? Or if you're local, can we go grab a coffee? Or would you like to come over for a glass of wine? I need you. Yeah. And um, that's also a really hard thing to do because... It's admitting that your needs are not getting met. Mm -hmm. 
and figuring out how to communicate that compassionately Mm -hmm. so that you don't passive aggressively say to your husband or your partner, whomever, um, you know, and then you just kind of passive aggressively take it out on them because they're (laughs) ignoring you. And then that creates this terrible spiral of distance and contempt and all of that when what you really need to do or, you know, in my opinion, is take a deep breath and think about, okay, where's this coming from? What needs are not being met here? And then asking for what you need. The challenging part of that is that sometimes people can't give you what you need. Mm-hmm. They're not in the right space for it. Right. And then you need to decide what you're going to do with that. Right. But you can't not ask. And maybe that comes from my fundraising background again, too. <laughs> I'm kind of in the middle of this with a local organization a little bit. And, and people like to dance around asking for what they need yeah. because it's uncomfortable. But you don't want to ask more of people, especially when it comes, you know, in the fundraising world, it's money and that super freaks people out. But people get tripped out about asking for their emotional needs from their partner or their kids. And it's really important to acknowledge what your needs are. But I think that spirals back to showing up for yourself and understanding yes. what your needs what are. are your because needs are, right? so many of us never take the time to actually know what the needs are. Right. And then we get mad at our people in our family yeah. or our friends for not giving it to us. And we've never told them right. what we need. It's like mind right. reading. And then they get upset because we're, you know, the whole thing. Yeah. It's so funny in my relationship, obviously with my husband now, but um, I have gotten so much better, like for Christmas and birthdays and stuff like that. He's like, well, what do you want? And I tell him exactly, exactly. I mean, it's not romantic and all. Well, it kind of is because he's will. He loves to research things. Yep. And so I tell him what I want, and he researches the crap out of it, and finds the best of the best, which is actually really romantic. Yeah. So I can see how you can get caught up in like, well, I don't want to tell him. I want him to just guess. He should just know. <laughs> he should just know. But it has been really amazing to instead get gifts like that. Like it Because you have to get clear for yourself. Yeah, but but plus it's like the time that he spends and exhibits on finding those is really actually really special because he his time is super limited. And so it, it's very meaningful to me now that I'm aware of that need yeah. and aware of that in myself. It's, it's kind of amazing. But it took me years to figure that out. You right. Know? So well, you have to learn yourself to ask for your needs. Absolutely. And imagine the joy that your partner would have in giving you those gifts when they know that this is something you really desire versus racking their head to think about like and the stress be like okay I'm gonna get this gift because I think it's something she really wants and then they give it and they're all excited to give it and then your response is like (laughs) right like that's that's a terrible position to be in and I think all of us have experienced that at some point absolutely so one of my favorite sayings is clear is kind Mm-hmm. unclear is unkind. Yeah. And that's something we 
are all challenged by and all can continue to work on. Absolutely. You know, and it starts with getting clear with yourself. Yeah. You know, what do I need? How do I show up for myself? And maybe the honesty with yourself is is a great place to start. Mm-hmm. So now we've talked about a little bit about showing up for ourselves, our innermost circle, and then showing up for our family and loved ones, kind of our next circle. Um, what about showing up in a bigger way for our community, for your community, for kind of the, whether it's your town or on a more global scale, what are some ways that we can show up meaningfully mm-hmm. or not, um, depending on who you are? I know this is a bigger question, but I think... And again, I'm a gregarious, outgoing person, but I'm also very involved in nonprofits and community impact. And our world really needs people. Absolutely. Good people. Yeah. Positive people, helpful people to, you know, hold the lantern and light the way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm a again, I'm a big fan of believing that you get what you give. And so that that expands out into our greater community as well. Mm-hmm. So showing up, what does showing up for our community mean? Yeah, to and you? I and I think, you know, there's a quote, I I know I'm gonna get it wrong, but it the whole quote is um if you think people are thinking about you or something like if you're worried about what people are thinking of you, they're actually just not. Right. <laughs> right. My mom used to say that to me. She was like, 99.9% of the time, what you're worried about someone else is thinking, I guarantee you they're worried about something else. Yeah. Or their own lives. Yeah. Not totally. You. People are just in their, they're watching their own TVs, as we've referred to before. And so I... I think that that goes back to, um, you know, if it's important, you will find a way. So it's what, what you value, what your priorities are. And, you know, so I give to organizations because it's important to me. There are certain things that I donate to yearly because I value it. Right. So it's nice because they don't have to ask. Right. Because I value it. Right. Um, but that doesn't mean there's not things waiting and wondering if I would contribute to that too. Right. You but know, you but also, I need to be aware of them. Right. So it's just kind of, it, I mean, you know, the world is a huge place. So, um, you have to pick and choose on, on that as well. But, um, I think showing up, you know, as far as I see, um, showing up for my community is, is recognizing, you know, my interests, where I want to place my time and my interests. And, you know, as we've started our, our business joy boost, you know, and the art that we have identified and grown in our community, I want to show up for that more. I want to be more interest, show interest, show up as interested. Yes. You know, um, so as we do like our mural tours and stuff like that, that is something I have a desire to show up for. I want to be present in that part of the community. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think that that is... You also teach um, yoga at Urban Lotus and some other, uh, I don't know the names of all the places that's okay. that you teach. Yeah, but, but I have to show up 
for my students for sure. And, and these are some of your students though, are, you know, from, uh, I would, I don't know how at risk, they're at risk populations. Yeah. So you're being vulnerable and showing up for them and and they're being vulnerable and showing up for themselves Mm -hmm. and you're helping guide them. Yeah, no, that is one of the most rewarding communities that I show up for. Yeah. Um, and I absolutely love going there and I love seeing how daring these individuals are with something that people in the yoga community can take advantage of that. They're, they're like, so maybe complacent with their yoga practice. Like it's so easy because it's normal and they do it. And to bring yoga to these communities that it's so unfamiliar to them and they feel so awkward yeah, and they feel so uncomfortable and they're just doing it to like check a box and then you kind of lay them out at the end of practice and they find so much peace in their busy brains. It's so amazing and yeah. it's so rewarding. Absolutely. You, you get what you give. <laughs> yeah. Imagine if you never, if you never went to those classes, you never taught those classes, you you never, you decided that it wasn't worth it to go and volunteer your time, you know, at, at these institutions that help other people, that the smallness of your world would be so much tighter in. Mm-hmm. And, and by putting yourself out there and showing up literally and physically mm-hmm. to be vulnerable and teach, you just expand this this whole experience for your life that you just said brings you a lot of joy and a lot of, um, you know, perspective that would be missing. Yeah. And I think that's important to think about, you know, when we think about how we show up for our community, it doesn't have to be a big grandiose way. It doesn't, I mean, it could be philanthropic in terms of if you have, funds that you want to contribute to a cause that's meaningful, Mm -hmm. that's amazing. But it also can be, you know, a small, very small way that you decide to get involved with something. Yeah. Um, And I, I like your message about what are your values? What do you really care about? Um, And again, like showing up for your, your friends and your family, you can't show for everything all the time. Mm -hmm. And it's an interesting exercise to try to fine tune. Well, what am I really passionate about right now? What really matters to me right now in the world? And to also be okay with that changing. Mm -hmm. You know, I I might've been in love with particular types of causes and organizations when I was in my twenties. And that might like look very different now. Yeah. I may have very different thoughts and priorities that I want to spend my time on. But, um, yeah, the idea that you, you know, you really do get back so much when you give of yourself. It's, uh, I mean, it's, it's not just an anecdote. It, it is true. Yeah. You know, whether it's, I, you spend, maybe you spend one, <coughs> one day a quarter at the SPCA, you mm-hmm. know, petting animals or, you know, you might find that that new community brings you a lot of peace Mm -hmm. or joy or positive feelings. And you might want to just, it might keep pulling you down the road of being more and more involved. 
Um, so it's that taking that step out of our bubble and being willing to give of ourselves a little bit, mm-hmm. um, risk the giving up that time. Um, yes, I could, you know, I really want to watch a movie, but uh, I have to go do this thing. You know, I signed up to be a PTA mom at school or whatever, the, whatever it is that you've decided you're going to be participate in showing up for that. Yeah. Usually makes you feel really good. And if it doesn't, well, reevaluate what your values are. Maybe that doesn't work for you anymore. And that's okay. No, and it's so interesting because I love that you brought up PTA because (laughs) um, you, back to your needs and how it works for you, um, is so, so important because... You know, my time is uh, dissipating very quickly as far as my involvement in in PTA sort of activities. But um, Kim's boys are growing up. <laughs> they are. But the past, um, you know, three years, we'll say, I usually um, reach out to those organizations or when I'm present or whatever. And, and I literally say... I, whatever event you're holding, I want to show up, but I want to fill in the gaps that exist. Right. So I don't want you to assign me to do blah, 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 blah. Like that is how I need to show up. And it, and I'm just very real with that's, that's what happens. So, you know, if there's a table that's unattended or that I'm going to go in, insert myself there or whatever, but but I, for me personally, I just am past the days where I'm assigned a role. I want to fill the gaps. Right. You know, and it's just rewarding for me to show up that way. But I'm very real and straightforward that that is how I show up. Absolutely. And this really circles back again to this um, point of clarity mm-hmm. and defining what your values are, what your capacity is mm-hmm. and what level you can show up it's again clear as kind the worst thing you can do is say oh yes I want to be very involved with the PTA or whatever organization and then they say oh great here we need you to do xyz abc one two three <laughs> and if you don't say hold up that's too much mm-hmm. I can commit to a yeah. Then both sides end up having regret, contempt, frustration. Yeah, resentment. Right? Resentment. Sure. <laughs> they resent you because you're not going to hold up your end of the bargain. You resent them for making you do all the things. Mm-hmm. And so that clarity piece is, you know, again, it circles back to that's the foundation um, and why we started this conversation with how do you show up for yourself? It's really identifying all of that. Yeah. Um, and also, within that in mind, sometimes tiptoeing outside of your comfort zone to try <laughs> new things. Yes. You know, maybe I'm, I'm only okay with A, but they really need help with C. Mm-hmm. Well, I've never done that before. I have the capacity to do it. It makes me nervous, but... I'm going to try it anyway. Could be your new talent. Could be your new talent, right? <laughs> Who knows? Exactly. So anyway, I think that that really kind of, I really liked the arc of this conversation with mm-hmm. thinking about, because it, it 
you know, even though we have these kind of three touch points of the concentric circles of like the self at the center Mm -hmm. and then family and friends and then community around, um, it really all comes back to you Mm -hmm. and what you value what your priorities are as your quote from your powder room, uh, which I love seeing Kim just literally printed it out on a piece of like eight and a half by 11, like in probably 65 font um, and then taped it on the powder room mirror. I love it. And it just says again, once again, if it's important to you, you'll find a way. If not, you'll find an excuse. Yeah. And you don't need to make excuses for anything but you should be clear about why you're saying yes, why you're saying no, and if it's a priority for you. And don't fool yourself into thinking that like, oh, yeah, that's a priority. But you keep pushing it off. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge it's not a priority. Yeah. That's a tough exercise to go through. Well, because people see it. Oh, yeah. When you're not Everybody showing else knows up. it. When you're, yeah, when someone actually is thinking of you and you're not showing up, it's pretty painful. It is painful. It reminds me a lot of like my dating years. (laughs) I mean, right? Like when, yeah. Or yeah. When you're wondering, or even in other, you know, when you're not dating and in Mm -hmm. regular relationships, when you're like, I, you know, I reach out all the time and they're like, oh, I'm busy that day or, oh, they don't respond right away or, oh, there's a reason why I can't take you to meet my parents. There's an excuse after an excuse after an excuse. And, you know, we often justify those excuses. Oh, they're really busy. Oh, they have so much going on. Oh, they're really important. Oh, they're this. Oh, they're that. That's all Okay. Maybe they really are those things. Yeah. But if you need more, Mm -hmm. don't deny yourself that, right? Mm -hmm. Ask for what you need. People always show you how they feel. Oh, yeah. And if you're a priority or not. Oh, yeah. And if they are loud and clear about you not being the level of priority that you would like to be or you need to be, then you get to make your own decisions. Yeah, and maybe that's just a shift in the relationship. Absolutely. You know, it doesn't mean the relationship has to end end or go away. It's just that you you just need to be real on what that is. Absolutely. You know, I certainly have many, many, many years under my belt of waiting around. Yeah. um, For certain people to show up. And, you know, now that I'm going to be 50 in two weeks, I'm kind yeah, <laughs> I made it. I made it to 50. <laughs> of course you did. A little broken, but I'm getting there. Oh. Um, but, you know, it, it, it's, it's a telling sign of, you know, what matters to other people. And you have to get real as much as that hurts sometimes. Yeah. You have to get real with it. And, yeah. and you know, the beauty of that gift is it makes space for relationships that could be more rewarding. Where people can show up for yeah, you. Want to can. show up for yeah. you. Are eager to show up for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. And the, the the sooner you get clear on that, <laughs> man, I you know, yeah. the amount of tears I I I wished I had saved because <laughs> yeah. I was you know, if if I had been able to be more clear on that point when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really yeah. Anyway, I'm sure we all have experienced that. And, and, but again, clear is kind. 
unclear is unkind with yourself, yeah. with others, with your community, with expectations and how we show up. Yeah. You know, and it, and it even comes down to, um, it'll be hard for me to talk about, but when my dad was passing away, I went down there, you know, every other month to just sit and hold his hand and watch football. You know, and it wasn't, it wasn't exciting. It's not like we were going to like sightsee or anything like that, but it mattered, you know, and it mattered more to me probably. I mean, wherever he went, you know, heaven or what I think that, um, you know, if my dad's up there, he appreciated it for sure. (laughs) But, um, that is something I will never regret showing up for. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And there are things that I think many of us do have regrets that Mm -hmm. we didn't put the effort in or we didn't show up for. And those are life lessons. Mm -hmm. Um, But hopefully we learn something. Yeah, That's the important thing about a lesson is you you take it, you internalize it. And then when you're faced with the same situation again, you make a different choice. Because as Maya Angelou said, when you know better, you do better. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I really appreciate us playing with this concept today of showing up. It's like, it's, it's, you know, even if you want to just take the mantra with you and wake up and be like, what do I need to show up for this morning? Yep. I mean, there's so many ways to just have takeaways from this conversation. Um, and it's worth just giving yourself a moment to evaluate, you know, how you show up for yourself how you show up for your friends or your relationships and how you show up in your community. Those are just three really relevant topics to more joy in your life, you know, absolutely getting real with that. So thanks for talking with me today, Kim. I I always love it. I wonder, um, I just really welcome, um, feedback on this. If you guys applied anything like this to your life, please write us, Drop us a note on our um, Instagram and tell us how this impacts you, how, you know, people show up for you or you show up for others. So how you're shifting, how you show up in the world. We'd love to hear from you about that. For sure. So don't forget to embrace yourself, show up and bring more joy into your life. Have a great one, guys. Bye-bye.